0: Is it another team, or is it us, Dieter? (laughs) Us. I mean, look at them. It could be us in another timeline. And we're caught in some infinite loop where we're destined to repeat our failures. And finally, in some mind-bending, ironic reveal, it all begins again. Cool. Welcome. I'm Andrew Dice. And I'm Stephen Colbert. And this is Army of the Dead by the Minute, a podcast breaking down the most compelling, most layered, and I guess in this case, the most controversial, question mark, part of Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead, as we do with our other Snyder Minute podcasts, be they BBS by the Minute, Justice League by the Minute, and so on. We like to take a critical eye to the way that movies, I guess, not only what's in the movie, but the way they are discussed, which is the way we are approaching Army of the Dead, breaking down the parts of the movie that we think ought to be talked about more. And now we arrive at a section, a topic that, well, I guess we'll find out if we think it ought to be talked about more or less, but I think it ought to be clarified, which is, Stephen, I'll just say how it is typically referred to on the internet, as the time loop theory of army of the dead yeah i think should i start with my main <laughs> yeah i think so <laughs> like my main problem with yeah this? i think that
1: yeah that would be best
0: the, i think the problem is that people refer to it as the time loop theory which implies a reading of the movie however i think the reading only actually exists Uh, The way it does, because Zack Snyder, the writer, you know, and director of this movie has one of the characters say, we are all in a time (laughs) loop, right? So less a theory, I guess the theory would be they're in a time loop, which is not a theory because they say that. Then the question becomes, let's look at the evidence of whether that is actually more than a throwaway hypothetical, as it's kind of described as in the movie. And also, what does that mean then?
1: Yeah, I think and that's that's similar to where I land on it, where I think there's some interesting stuff to talk about there. And obviously, Van Der does make reference to it. And there's some thematic stuff that kind of ties with that, and Zach has teased it a bit. But ultimately, I, I'm not even sure what the theory is, other than just that there is one. But there I don't know, I have not seen any sort of predominant description of why there's a time loop, or who exactly is involved
0: in it, or uh what causes it or how to yeah the evidence that people put forward uh, as well tends i have i think maybe that's my issue with this like uh, Zack snyder has made comments on this as part of the story as it is implied to be uh, implied to be as it is stated to be by vanderow the main thing i think that is contained in the movie that is irrefutable is that when they arrive at this other team Of heisters, as I've taken to calling them, that ended up stuck there outside the vault and died. I guess presumably related to zombies. He posits, What if these aren't some fools that got here before us trying it? What if this is us because we are in a time loop? It's us. It's unclear if he means it's us figuratively or literally which I think is the most compelling theme because the script and dialogue suggest it is figurative however the costuming of the characters shows that it is literally them or very very similar but yes to the point of being uh, very intentional
1: exactly it's very intentional but also it's 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 very specific that it is intentional but also specific that it is intended to be different like the it shows I think the big thing is uh, Maria Cruz's key that she has around her neck. I, I think in the in the movie it has four holes in it. Like it's it's like the head of the key is like four loops, and then in the right. the one from the quote unquote other team has three loops. So it is not literally her, but it looks like her, and the same. But thing- Steven,
0: hmm. if 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 we are in the fourth loop. <laughs> Right then, wouldn't another loop suddenly exist in the key? Which I feel like that puts a that hits the nail on the head of what a lot of the this quote unquote evidence that people posit comes to, where it's like, sure, I mean, you're finding things that are three or four the the way that some people say is that the you know the the way that the job is supposed to go is how it has gone before. If you are saying that Van was right and this is a time loop, then There are three AK-47s that that look like a character's in the vault, but then Zach explicitly refers to those as golden AK-47s from like Saddam Hussein's vault. Yeah, he says, uh, you know, while other people have made it to the table uh, that they arrive at where there's already plans, and Martin says he doesn't know anything about it. But why should we believe Martin? And then on top of that, Zach then comes out and says. That's that's a previous team that they only made it that far, which is obviously what you're supposed to take from that, but it also doesn't mean that.
1: Well, it is, exactly. Well, and then you throw in the fact that, like, it's not unexplained dialogue. It's not like he says that and then there's no point to it. Right. He says that he says we're caught in this endless cycle of fighting and dying, which ties directly into his character arc and it doesn't have to be a Groundhog Day. And Scott's. Yeah, yeah totally. it doesn't have to be a Groundhog Day style story in order for that to make sense. In fact, like if he hadn't said a time loop specifically, or if they hadn't shown the bodies or something, I don't know if people would be looking into it as much. And then there's the fact that Zach Zach has teased it quite a bit also, but I think that specifically with this aspect of it that we're talking about now about saying. That, oh, this is them at the, at the table with the blueprints and that's them again in the vault and are they getting further every time they go... And, you know, this is just the time they get to the loop. But that, like, really feeds a lot of people into getting really excited about this theory. However, he follows that up, or I think he, he led when he said that, immediately before saying that, what he said was, I'm not saying this, was, this is 100% true and in some ways it's not. So that, <laughs> like, that to me that demolishes the the whole thing. It doesn't mean that none of that is relevant cuz obviously he wants people to speculate about that. He's encouraging speculation. Have fun with it. But yeah. he's also saying literally this thing that I say is not accurate. So if there is some kind of a time loop it's not that exact scenario and and so I always go back to well Vanderho's story fulfills it metaphorically. Right. In a in a satisfactory way. It's not like that. it's not It's not a dangling plot thread that is demanding an additional explanation. That doesn't mean that yeah, this can only make
0: sense if it's a time loop,
1: right? Right. It makes sense without the time loop, just fine.
0: And you put, I think you explained it there perfectly. Like, if somebody enjoys engaging with this, then I think that is how Zack Snyder intends it to be. Like, that is the purpose. That it is not a means to an end. That is the end. It is an interesting thing to add into the story. That is interesting because it is interesting to consider and and just think about, but he's also the kind of person that if he thinks it's interesting to think about the philosophical cycle that these characters are in and this idea of a time loop, I can see for him those like overlapping really more than a lot of other people might think they are. Like he might be thinking, someone else might think that's two different things, but he might be talking about them as one. Obviously, that is how Vandero's he's dialogue, I think, comes off.
1: Yeah. Well, and Zach is often operating on a, I don't know, I always get weird when you start to like psychoanalyze any particular person because now we're like mind reading. But I, I have noticed that like when Zach talks about this stuff, he's operating on a different level than most people. We talked about this uh, last episode, I believe where with the King Arthur idea right, about what right, he right. said, like where it's going to be true to what the canon, canon and, means to him. Yeah. And people freaked out. And so he's, he's already kind of dealing with mythology and storytelling in a different way than a lot of people kind of tend to look at it. But also, he even engages on it on a different level than his fans do. And sometimes he knows that and likes stirring the pot. But I think sometimes he doesn't fully realize where the fans take certain things or how seriously they take certain things he says. So, like, he'll say this as, like, oh, this is a cool thought experiment. And then... Meanwhile, there's right. a whole contingent of people on the internet saying this is an absolute fact because he said it. And it's like, well,
0: Wait, listen to what he said. I mean, around he also said, too, right? he also
1: likes the idea of Martha Kent being Martha Wayne and witness protection. Some of these <laughs> things are just hypothetical, like what if? Wouldn't that be cool? Scenarios, and yeah, that adds some cool flavor to the story. But that doesn't mean that that's the case literally in, no, in the movie.
0: And there and there, uh, there's a, the the the. Uh, I, I don't want to say. Because you you said it there perfectly. This isn't a theory. The theory is what the director said is a thing um, that is in his movie. Like that's just not a theory. That's a you know I guess it could be the time loop discussion, um, which is less exciting. Well, I think. But you could
1: make it a theory in a way where like the theory is there's two theories. I guess you got to build on it, right? Whereas Vanderho is is literal, or Vanderho is or Vanderho is being literal, or Vanderho is being metaphorical. That I think right. that's a that's a theory, but it's it's an, far more shallow I think than a lot of people realize because there's not anything additional really being brought to the table other than just noticing things in the movie that might be continuity errors or might be false pot like there's especially with Snyder's movies there's always false positives on on theories a lot because people will I mean especially with like the the DC comic stuff but you look at like you remember people thinking that in Zack Snyder's Justice League in the throne room scene on Apocalypse, there's a like a dark spot up in the sky, and people were speculating what it's definitely a person. Is that Supergirl? Is that Grail? Is it? And then it's not anything at all. I mean, it's not even it's it's not it's not even nothing. It's just it's 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 something that people picked up on that. And I'm not saying that this is on a, a little bit of a different level, but I think. Because he packs his movie with so much stuff, people think, well, he could include a time loop theory, and so therefore, if there's a 1% chance, we have to take it as an absolute certainty, (laughs) like with all of his, you know, anything that he teases.
0: Yeah, I think the thing that makes it different is that you typically build a theory, you build a theory by selecting bits of evidence that suggest a larger conclusion, whereas in this case he has just given you the conclusion. A a character voices the conclusion, and then this filmmaker has said, yeah, that's kind of the conclusion that I think is interesting. So if you're now going back and finding things that that, uh, uphold it, like someone could say, oh, well, if it's a time loop, then maybe that actually means that all of those food trucks that Scott said were actual food trucks that he ended up having in other ones and and then my response would be okay does that add anything yeah i feel like it functions as it should in the plot of the movie so it's kind of hard for you to say it also means it also has a secret meaning when that's like okay but is the secret that it is another example of potentially this thing the director said is way more than literal because then it's hard for me to grasp well because to me for it to be a a like a proper theory it needs to be solving for a problem
1: yes right it, the, the, what is the problem is a, here and, and i don't know what the yeah exactly i don't know what the problem is here because the without the time loop the movie functions fine none of the things that are pointed to as as continuity errors or whatever are our movie breaking things it's just Stuff like, how did Vanderhoe know about the the Alphas? It's like, well, there's a lot of different ways he could know about the Alphas. That doesn't mean right. that he's literally lived this before. It means that he... he You know, Zach exactly has even said Vanderhoe saw something in the desert when he was with the, the military or whatever. And so, so, sure, maybe he knows about the Alphas because he's been through the loop before. Or there could be a million other reasons. And so, it, there's no there's nothing there to to be solved or questions that need to be answered whereas like for example you have like the open pod in the kryptonian ship right
0: that demands an answer
1: that demand yeah exactly and, and now the movie works without it but the the question of what's the pod has no that's a theory exactly there is no you know who who was in there are they still alive what is their significance to the story like those are all things you can go off of whereas like yeah to your point this is just, oh, that thing that Vanderhoe says as a as a, a minor plot point. Yeah, that's a thing. That's an
0: actual thing. It's like, well, but yeah, because he said it. <laughs> if Zack says it's also not that, then I think that's a good clue that he does not have a an answer for what causes the, the time loop. Yeah. Pretty out there or why Tanaka is working with the military and also the devil. I don't know. I think I mentioned this on a...
1: One of the, the previous episodes, but Zach said in, in one of the, I think he, he said it in a, a call with fans, that there was a version of the movie, or at one point he was considering or toying with the idea of ending it with Vandero being back at the nursing home again. Right. And Which,
0: which would serve that figurative... Now, here's, now, when you say that, I immediately think if somebody says, oh, the entire point of that is it's a time loop, I would get so upset and say, that's not at all what I think the point of that is supposed to be based on what this story is actually about.
1: That would be more grounds for, for the theory, because then the theory is that – because it, it it would have been presented as he just went back to his old life after right. – the theory, After, would be the theory would be that's not what it actually he, is the, and and but so the question yes, yeah, so, so the theory would be he's he's back at at the the at the nursing home and so he's right back where he started or he's he's whatever he his character literally went in a in a in a, in a loop which by the way is another it's a the the hero's journey is a is a, a ring it's a it's a cycle in the wheel of fortune from exactly from uh from from Joseph Campbell so it so it also plays into that but in that case then there would be speculation of, whoa, wait a minute, is this after the movie ends that he's back there, or is this, are we see, are we seeing him back before uh, Maria and Scott come and get him? Yes. And then you know, and that's a theory then, because you're like, wait, is 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 there a, is there a loop witnessed in the movie? Because that makes a big difference over where is he at the end, whereas here the end is it doesn't loop. And so, and I think that's the biggest thing is that there is a lot of the, one of the biggest things with the theory is that people are, some people are assuming that there are multiple loops present in, in the movie. And we're just seeing fractions of each one, which I think doesn't, that would make no sense on like one, if once you unravel that like bowl of spaghetti, it's macaroni and cheese and, <laughs> and it, 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 I don't even know that that analogy makes sense, but that's brilliant you end up with like, there are no threads at that point. It's just a bunch of that's like, that's not how Zach makes his movies. That's, that's making it less meaningful, not more meaningful by, by presenting the theory. Whereas ending with him at the nursing home, that creates a scenario where you do have to question, wait, are we seeing this again? Or is this him literally just doing the same thing but in a, in a linear timeline.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And the it, that goes hand in hand with I think what what I find unsatisfying or like counterproductive about it is that a lot of the time someone can point to a scene or an exchange with Fandero in it that is like if you interpret it as a clue then you are saying it doesn't function as part of his character journey or part of his part section of the story, which is then like, Oh, I think that's totally like subtracting then. Exactly. Well, because his, because his character's journey relies on
1: that as a metaphor. That doesn't mean it can't be a, both a metaphor and literal, but him processing the idea of we're just another group of people coming in here, fighting and dying we were fighting and dying before, we're fighting and dying now, people will be fighting and dying after us. We are just a part of an endless cycle that we don't have the ability to break and it is controlled by puppet masters, aka the 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 people with the the purse strings and the government influence and
0: yeah, we are we are merely pawns in someone else's game. That is technically a callback to earlier in the movie. However, I also point out the person he is saying it to. It, it is one of the most I think it is probably my favorite storyline of the movie. Vandero and Dieter. Vandero has had his experience with zombies and has his outlook on the world. Dieter has not had an experience with zombies and has his outlook on the world. And they believe that the experience, well, Vandero believes the experience that he's had means that he cannot relate to this person. And then over the course of the movie, the dialogue that they exchange, him carrying on this philosophical thing to blow the mind of Dieter and says, hey, Dieter, here's a crazy idea for you. What if we are all caught up in some insane ring cycle marching one step closer to our fate but then there's just another one right after it and then it's up to Dieter who then gets th- to say you know if I open this vault it will be either destruction or renewal death or rebirth and Vanderel, that's the I dig it and then you carry that storyline out and Dieter puts him into the vault to quote-unquote end the ring to right. to stop it so that he will survive while the rest of them don't, and then he comes out. Ironically, now Dieter has played a hand in putting Vandero into another cycle. While I mean, if you I mean you want to talk about Dieter and and what the vaults in the actual um, Wagner's Ring cycle, if you want to talk about endings and repeated endings and cycles, that's just explicitly that.
1: Yeah, exactly, and we'll we'll break that down in in far more detail after this in an, in another episode, but yeah, I, I agree completely. Yeah. I think that because you look at, if you're talking about metaphorical versus literal, like when they open the vault, it's not like there's an explosion and everyone die. It doesn't let out a plague and kill everyone. Yeah. And the vault doesn't as, as far as we know, at least, I mean, maybe there's a discussion to be had there. There doesn't appear to be anything supernatural about the vault that literally transforms vandero Right, And right. so at that point, then you're sort of picking and choosing between these different metaphors that Van der Rohe and Dieter both use as kind of just a part of their philosophy. And you're saying, Ooh, this one yeah. is real. When Van der Rohe says we're in a loop, that's real. But when Dieter says that death and destruction or renewal is inside of that, that's figurative. It's like, well, what? So why once you're doing that, then how does anything have any meaning? Because we're just picking and yeah. choosing which ones are literal and not. And I don't know as a, as someone who's attempting to analyze the movie, I have no understanding of what the rules are for how I determine which one is, is which. And that's to, to be clear, that's not a fault of, of Zach's construction of the movie. That's a, that's a assessment of the approach that we are using to analyze it. If we are to take the time loop theory as rote that that approach yeah. to analyzing it kind of breaks my ability to approach any of it
0: well and even if you take like the the idea that like Dieter is getting a prequel that is about the previous three safe cracking cycles that he's gone through right that this is his fourth mm-hmm. what what a oh there it is number four he's done it three times yeah. this is yeah, the fourth. oh my god there <laughs> There you go. Yeah. That's the key. Right. We talk about Zach's, like his storytelling being like musical movements. I think it totally fits that Dieter's fourth cycle is, like Wagner, his end, or, you know, like at least it, it appears to be, but that. Vandero, who himself thinks himself the philosopher, is saying, Well, here I'm moving through. If my first cycle was the military or whatever led to the zombie before that, then okay, the zombie war is my second cycle, my return to war. Now this is my third. And now Dieter's ending puts me in the vault trying to save me, but his only contributes to the beginning of my fourth. That I feel like totally fits more with the idea as stated by him. And, and I think that fits better with Zach saying, yeah, it's kind of like that, but not really. Exactly. Then to say they just keep doing that over and over again.
1: Well, and that give, that has thematic weight to it also. If you tell me that, I say, wow, that makes this movie deeper. And there is more mythology right. there to, br- to, to pick apart. And that gives me tools by which I can assess where it's going to go because there's these, there's metaphorical loops. So what does that mean about what happens with Vander when he goes to Mexico city? Or what does that mean about Dieter's stories in, uh, in his prequel movie? Whereas yeah, if exactly. you say it's a time loop, then I say, well, I don't know. I, I guess anything could literally happen at any time now.
0: So now if we are solving for what to do with this dialogue about time loops, can we, are, are we then constructing a like ring cycle theory for this movie?
1: <laughs> that's, that's the, the, the funny thing. And so we, we spent what is, you know, 25 minutes or 20 minutes, whatever of this being like, ah, oh, this is all bunk. And I don't, it's, I, I can't buy any of it, but we are having this as an episode. Like we're not going to have an episode for every single theory that we don't agree with. That's not, we, we chose this one to do because, not just because it's prominent, but because it, there is something there. Like, there's more than nothing, but it's, it's not, I don't think, I think we both lean away from the literal time travel. However, right, at least for me personally, if it turns out that like the aliens have some kind of, I don't know, something time travel happening, I, I'm not Going to be like shocked or be or or be like oh I got it totally wrong, I I think that there's you know if there's if it's an edge of tomorrow thing maybe where it's a groundhog day time loop that the aliens are capable of creating, or maybe it's just maybe it's like an arrival thing where they exist outside of time and are able to just to perceive the the cycles and it's not that they are sure. creating it or trapped in it so much as they it is unfurled before them. Um, and they and they can see it. Whereas if you think about it, actually in design too, it's kind of weird. The Edge of Tomorrow or Live, Die, Repeat, whatever you're going to call it, and the Arrival aliens are incredibly similar, except in the execution of the time travel element. One is literal time manipulation, and one of them is just perception. Different understanding, right? Yeah. Yeah. It, it influences the way they see the world and understand the world, but they're not actually taking objects and moving them from one place to another or reliving a cycle. And like the arrival approach, I think would be fascinating of, a like that'd be a really interesting way for them, for them to approach this. So like there are, there are ways that it could be relevant, but I don't think that there's enough present currently to demand it. And I, and I, I don't think there's enough present to, to even suggest that that is definitively the way it is. The only reason it it draws kind of more speculation from me is because Zach isn't saying like no 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 it's not that but I really love that as a philosophical concept he's saying like you know he's actually saying is this the team and did they do this again and so I yeah. am curious yeah. I am curious about what he's getting at with that but I I'm I'm not yet at the point where I think that that means that they're you know that Vanderhoof is been on this mission three times already. Yeah, example. I know
0: I've said this before about um, Justice League, at one BVS Man of Steel, is that like what what Zack Snyder is showing you does not necessarily have to be just one thing. By having those people in there and having that the implication being um, a cycle, that, that can be um, a signal to you as the viewer to start thinking about that. Not, here is the thing you should think, this is it. Right. Super interesting to think that Van der Rohe, of all of the characters, is the one who seems to understand that he's in a cycle and a loop. Not not a literal same loop repeating, but he his, <laughs> he's in a loop repeating through time. And now brings that up to Dieter, and Dieter is the one who kind—Dieter and Zeus, who may be in his own equivalent of that, thrust him out into a brand new one. And that's where the movie ends, and I think that's a neat ending.
1: Yeah, I think it's a fascinating ending. Well, especially because the other thing that Zach said about the ending is that instead of going with him at the nursing home, he said if the if these movies were structured differently, like if Army of the Dead was a sequel to another movie, like not like a prequel series, but like if there was another movie that led up to this one, it would have ended with Zeus escaping the convoy, which is the equivalent point in the loop at which Vandero is at the end of this movie. Yeah. Which once again goes back to that the idea of it being being metaphorical because the idea of okay there has been a there, there is a war and the war is ended but there is one person has escaped or or has has traveled out of it and they are the father of the next generation that will bring birth to a new army that will f- participate in another cycle of fighting and dying and you know there'll be another outbreak etc and and that is a that is also a time loop just not a a time travel loop <laughs> if anyone has ever read star wars ring theory i mean it's really that is the type of <laughs> yep. where you've got you've got uh, anakin skywalker and luke skywalker and then i guess if you want to i don't think they tied the sequel trilogy into the ring theory idea very tightly but it's at least between the prequels and the originals you notice there's a lot of it's like poetry; it rhymes, right? As Lucas would say, where you've got sh- literal shots or moments or story beats that will loop, but then they will sometimes they will invert and sometimes and they will you know subvert or, or or repeat or whatever, and like that is a very satisfactory version of the loop to me.
0: That is what I would like to see. Well, just personally, I'd like to see people putting the kind of enthusiasm and fun of of discussing what they see as like clues or evidence into, but what is it leading to? Like, what are the, what are the big conversations have? And I, I think that what we're talking about here is, is a, I was going to say, I hope like people can enjoy having that conversation or hearing it if they're looking for it. But this is like our brand at this point, I guess, with the Snyder Minute.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, and I think that also, even though this whole thing is like, Poo-pooing the idea of of the time loop, I think I I'm, I think I speak for both of us, but at least for me that I'm my resistance to it or or occasional mockery of it is less rooted in me hating a time travel element as a concept, although I'm I'm not a huge fan of it just because of things reasons I've stated, so much as the approach to establishing theories or the approach to analyzing the movie that results in the time travel theory is not one that i find as satisfactory because it's you're just look it's um it's all anecdotal like there's nothing like you like you said are saying there's nothing to build it on you're just saying well here's this and then this like these two things happen and it suggests maybe there's a loop but there's no that's not two stones stacked on top of each other that's just two stones next to each other on the ground like you're not building any greater understanding or deeper insight into what the movie offers or what Zach is trying to say.
0: Perfectly said. So that is our breakdown of the time travel component of uh, Army of the Dead, the time loop component. Hopefully, people enjoyed listening to it, and we absolutely welcome your feedback on that online on Twitter at AOTD by the minute. And uh, if you want to take a more personal approach, you can follow us and support us on Patreon.com/snyderminute, where we basically have another bonus podcast ongoing of Patreon content talking about random stuff. You can find everything we do at SnyderMinute.com com I do think I hope we have given a good treatment of the army of the dead time loop theory as much as i I really dislike that name for it yeah I think so i th- I think that
1: maybe people who were hoping for us to to break down the actual theory and and use it as a, a jumping off point more might be a little disappointed that we just ended up making fun of it more than, than anything, but not making fun, having fun with it. Yeah. Having exactly. fun, not making fun as, as, as Debbie will say, what there is to be gleaned from the theory is definitely fascinating just in terms of approaching it as a metaphor versus as a, as a, as a literal component. But I, I would like to hope that we straddled enough that, that there's something to gain here, regardless of if you are a fervent adopter of the time loop concept or, like us kind of don't see the purpose of it
0: (laughs) yeah exactly i the purpose of it i think our our feelings will will become clear i guess we can start by saying that the actual theory part of it is something that you and i both take exception to yeah exactly I think the problem is that people refer to it as the time loop theory, which implies a reading of the movie. However, I think the reading only actually exists uh, the way it does because Zack Snyder has one of the characters say, we are all in a time loop. (laughs) Right. Yeah, exactly. However, Zack Snyder has one of the characters say, we are all in a time loop. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Because we are all in a time loop. (laughs) Right. Yeah, exactly. We are all in a time loop. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We
1: are all in a time loop. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly.